Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Cheryl Selman, and thank you for joining me, The Love Code. I really enjoy having this opportunity to have these wonderful, inspiring, uplifting conversations. In fact, that really is what I want to share with everyone. The purpose of The Love Code is to provide you with inspiration, upliftment, to allow us to reconnect to our hearts, to know the power that we have to heal and transform our lives. And more than ever, more than ever, these are the messages and these are the reminders that we all need at this time. This is uh, an amazing moment in the history of humanity. It has the potential for a profound awakening and no profound change ever occurs without the opposite of the dissolution of all we've known and the chaos that is part of the process so we can re-emerge on a new level. So what I've been doing is sharing many conversations to support everyone listening, and hopefully you'll be sharing these conversations with others as well, to be a beacon of light to help us as we move through challenging times of awakening. And I really believe that's what this is all leading to, is an awakening and a upliftment of our consciousness. So... If you are listening for the first time, by the way, and if you'd like to get the archive shows not only of The Love Code, but the other program I do on Progressive Radio Network, which is called What Women Must Know, which is all about healing on many levels, then uh, please either like me at my Facebook page, which is What Women Must Know, or you can do even better, you can opt into my website, which is Dr. Cheryl Selman, and you'll get not only all of the archive shows sent to you in your inbox, but you'll also be getting a lot of other information that I send out on a regular basis to support my community. So hope you'll be joining me and becoming part of an enlightened, um, uplifted, heart-centered community. So let's talk about my uh, inspirational guest today. We are going to have Sandra Mendelson, who's been on the show several times. I love Sandra and what her work is offering us. We're going to be talking about animal messages to help us move through these challenging times. And I thought Sandra's work is so profound and what she channels through is just so uplifting that I wanted Sandra back and a little bit about her. She is a channel of consciousness via the animal world, an animal communicator, author, speaker, and blogger. She brings forth wisdom and insights from the animal kingdom for the benefit of humans. Her role in facilitating deep understanding between humans and non-humans evolved from her work in human and animal nutrition and healing as a certified polychromatic light therapist, equine phytopuncture therapist, and health coach. And she has just released the latest book in her series of books called We Walk Beside You, Book Two, Animal Insights for Everyday Living. And it's always inspirational, uplifting, and I have to say profound when Sandra is on the show. So I'm thrilled that she's back with us. And um, a heartfelt welcome to you, Sandra. Thanks for being on the show. (laughs) Thanks for having me back. It's always great being here. I never know how it's going to unfold, and I love it. Oh, well, that makes it even more fun, right? Um, because because for, for people who haven't heard you or don't really know about your work, uh, you know, um, you have a great story, and um, and you can just share a little bit. But what, what I want to 
uh, let people know is that you know more people are are um, opening their abilities to be a, a you know animal communicator in the sense that they can pick up the thoughts and emotions of animals and help their owners understand what's going on with them. But your work is so much more profound than that because it's not just listening to individual animals and their problems and you know helping their owners sort <laughs> out the best way to support them. Uh, but it's it's really channeling a consciousness from that kingdom. So is that right? Do I have that right? And maybe you can elaborate a little bit more. Um, yeah, uh, it's basically connecting, you know, in any given book that I write, there I connect with certain personalities, in other words, real animals face-to-face uh, with a name or uh, telepathically, I connect with them in a sanctuary, and they've been named by humans. Um, but I also kind of got clobbered over the head with the oversouls of a given species or genus. So it would be tiger speaking. And, you know, when this all started happening, I thought, I, you know, I was right, the pen, my pen would go crazy. And my mother, God bless her, would, would simply say, you know, relax, that's not you. You're funny, but you're not that funny. And you're smart, but you're not that wise. So um, when this stuff started coming through a decade ago, I just wrote it down. It began with horses. And then they pushed me and said, okay, here's where your telepathic abilities come in. Tune in to anyone from anywhere. And I'm like, I can't do that. But I sat on the floor, and the pen started going, and uh, a water buffalo and a blue whale and a sacred cow from Mumbai came through with what was not me in any way. And it grew from there, and 53 species later, I had um, enough for a book, uh, and, and We Walk Beside You came out in 2017, book one. So these are messages because, you know, there's, I could go on and on about why animal perspective is so helpful to us. Yes, they are not human. Let's start with the obvious. They, for the most part, never look in a mirror. Um, So they never define themselves by their form. And it goes on from there, you know, how they get information, being tapped into oneness. Only, Only humans cannot see the web of life that connects all living things. So imagine if we could, if we could see that any action we took had an immediate reaction all over the place. How different would we be? But animals do feel that. And and they do use their sixth sense along with their five senses. Um, we are learning how as as humans awakening uh, to tap into our sixth sense and we toggle back and forth. But animals always tune into energy. They call themselves energy beings first. So they 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 are acutely aware of energy from humans from each other, from other species, from plants, and from Mother Earth. And it goes on and on and on. But their perspective is so helpful because of not being part of the human condition and um, limiting beliefs that we have and enslavement to the mind. Uh, There are many more reasons, and I go into them in the beginning of my book, but um, I really am excited to share some of the insights that they have for us right now. And this book was four years in the making, and the animals just told me, you know, we gave you the advan- the answers in advance of your need for them, right? It was before COVID and before things accelerated so much in in um, 
in, in our lives right now. So hopefully some of this stuff will be uh, eye-opening and helpful. Well, um, it's always eye-opening and and, uh, and always helpful. And, you know, um, you know, it just brings up a thought that I had. It's like we look at ourselves as the apex of the evolution of mammals on this planet. It's not, you know, of course, plants and everything else are way below us in our consciousness. And I have to say that that's not the way it is. That is no. that we we are so egotistical. We think that the world revolves around the human species. But in actual fact, the consciousness of animals is so profound and their connection to knowledge and wisdom and Mother Earth and not only animals, uh, I have to say, uh, having done some research and, you know, I've gone into the jungles of Peru and I've done plant medicine with shaman and got in touch with the spirit of the plants, that there's there's a consciousness of plants as well. Plants are conscious oh, yes. beings. Animals yes, are conscious yes. beings. We've under it. You know, in our arrogance, in our arrogance, we have dismissed that any other form of life can have as in their own way be as, uh, as aware, conscious, in a sense, intelligent as us. You know, one of the um, things I've just come across, which really fascinates me, and hopefully I'll get someone to be on my podcast to talk about this, is this technology mm-hmm. where you can hook up a sensor to a plant mm-hmm. and it goes into a uh, like an iPhone-looking device that, actually can then translate the frequency of that plant into music. So actually plants have the ability Mm -hmm. to play Mm -hmm. their unique message in the form of of musical melodies. Yeah, I actually saw it done in Australia. Yeah, in Australia I saw it it done. It's beautiful. I mean, you can't even imagine that this is the sound of the earth or this is the sound of plants. And we're sitting here separate, we're so separated from all of life around us to our own detriment, to our own suffering. The more we get outside, the more we, the, the more we come back to ourselves, which is really what the natural world and the animals are asking. They're not asking for us to be like them. They're asking us, hello, the awakening, to become more of who we really are, to uncover it because it's there. And we are much more connected to the natural world when we get out of our limiting beliefs and the tyranny of the mind. You know, um, that's that's yeah. That, that's why this is a time where we um, uh, need to reconnect with Mother Earth. We need to understand our place in the web of life, which we have mm-hmm. separated from, and thinks and we think we're dominant over, and um, that has taken us into some dark places and it's time you know there's awakening to reestablish our connection as all indigenous cultures have been able to maintain mm-hmm. uh, so yeah so this is a time of um uh, of understanding that we are part of the whole and how do we uh, honor all of nature all of life and and receive the balance and wisdom that is mm-hmm. so much now. So that's why that's why your work to me is so profound because you have this gift that you've been blessed with in this lifetime to tap into these wisdoms from these uh, from these other kingdoms. So 
So well, let's, it really let's humbles, jump in. Me, it humbles me. Yeah, let's jump in because they, they have such understanding of our condition and so much compassion for what we humans are going through. And they're actually, they've been waiting for this since the dawn of time. Um, so, yeah, I can jump right in. I want to start. Um, I have a, a few channelings from the animal kingdom in its entirety. And I also, as, as I mentioned, I also have individual animals and individual species. But um, this is a channeling from the animal kingdom on caring for your changing bodies as you evolve. All of us are here because these are universal messages. Time is speeding up. We animals all feel it. Physical bodies are changing as a result. That is why you may be feeling pain or having so many health issues. Grounding mechanisms are being challenged. So work to stabilize yourself. Now more than ever, go outside into nature. It is fine, even required, to be more still and stop exercise at times. Your body will not suffer. Listen to your bodies. Do not force. We know this is a challenge, but your bodies are being energetically altered so that you can withstand and sail through upcoming and ongoing changes. You are becoming vessels of light. Let go of what you think you know as truth about the body and its treatment. What matters is clean and whole. Forget labels. They are all lies. We know this is not an easy transition, but you can do it. Go slowly. Rest often. Um, And especially as the Northern Hemisphere goes into winter, this is a time where it's really energetically aligned with going within and slowing down and regenerating, rejuvenating. Mm-hmm. The body. Yeah. But I, I don't think many people that are, who are experiencing uh, so many physical issues have any idea, you know, that there's something better going on. And, again, you know, it's so dangerous to make generalizations and say everybody is going through the same thing. But you know what? If it resonates within you when you hear these words, then it's true for you. Otherwise, it would just it'll just be a foreign language. You know, um, mm-hmm. so, um, and that kind of leads me to the next one, which is speaking to certain people. If you are sensitive, protect your energy field. If extreme emotions run through you that seem unrelated to your personal experience, it is because you are releasing trauma experienced by everyone, including you. Society's confusion, anger, anxiety, grief, frustration, and more are passing through you and may seem to turn off and on like a light switch. We animals knew this would happen, given the unrest around you. If this is your experience, your sensitivity is greater than you know, similar to ours, but with human levels of biology and chemicals that have been thrown awry. Daily energy work to protect and strengthen your energy field is critical. To enable energies to flow and not get trapped within you, envision an outlet above and below you. Well, 
that's powerful yeah. advice. Well, you know what? And, These are the kinds I, of things. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, um, with their, you know, re, um, hang on a second. Uh, what they're reaffirming is the absolute need to spend time in nature. Absolute yep. essential time. And when we, when, when we think about our culture and how much time is spent indoors as opposed to outdoors, as has been the history of humanity, um, we really see that, uh, you know, we have cut ourselves off. And uh, I'm very aware and I'm very blessed right now because I live five minutes from a beautiful beach and there's lots of water and lots of land for me to get out every day and take off my shoes and sit on the sand and get to the water. And, you know, that's, that's a relatively new opportunity in my life over the last few months. And uh, mm. I feel like it's such a gift to be able to do that. And we can all do that. We can just go into our backyards or into our front yards. So it doesn't matter. Just take your shoes off, start connecting to the earth, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard for people who live in large cities. And apparently two-thirds of the world's population lives in cities. It's it's getting increasingly harder for them, and I would imagine sensitive people um, are are finding it just too impossible to live there and are moving out to a certain degree. Um, again, you know, not making generalizations for, for everyone. Um, you know when something works for you. I mean, when people are finally in their houses around 7 o'clock at night, there's a, an immense calm that comes over during the day. It feels utterly frenetic to me everywhere except when I'm out in nature. And I've kind of checked in with people that I know that are energy workers. And my friend just said she went to three restaurants. She goes, nope, nope. And she had to leave. And and that is what I've been experiencing. And it's kind of reaffirming when you hear that others are going, okay, what's happening? Things are, are reaching this peak of intensity right now as all the issues are coming up and um, people are standing up for what they believe in, for what for, for their rights, for their sovereignty. So, you know, the best thing we could do is, as you know, is be incredibly compassionate to everyone, including ourselves, because everything is breaking apart. Everything we believed in since the dawn of time is up for question, is revealing darkness, and manipulation and all that lovely stuff. And so even if people seem okay on the outside, they're not (laughs) because everything they know is being challenged. They may seem to tune it out, but don't kid yourself. No, you know, that's, that's like saying, okay, I'm just going to pretend that, you know, I don't have a broken leg. It's impossible. Um, So, uh, you know, really, um, Nobody's expecting anybody to, you know, dance around the maypole right now. Um, the animals have come through with a lot. Here's, here's a good one. Um, talking about energy. When the energy around you is especially challenging. We animals do not have the same expectations of ourselves that you do. Energy is our first priority, not accomplishments. The quality of the energy determines the quality of the outcome. That means working with compromised energy around you creates problems. Not everyone feels this, but for sensitive folks who do, dial it down and switch your work to another day if possible. 
So, you know, when you're, if, if you're feeling crazy stuff, um, it's good to delegate. It's good to cocoon, do internal um, recharging, sleep more, obviously. Um, the animals do a lot of that. And so if you're finding yourself needing insane amounts of sleep, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just doing a lot of healing and integrating overnight. Um, so definitely don't beat yourself up for that one. Um, guys. But, what? Uh, that's, that's good advice. You know, we drive ourselves yeah. oh, yeah. because of our need to uh, meet deadlines or to achieve, or, uh, you know, whatever the motivation may be that puts us out of touch with our own needs. And then we feel guilty mm-hmm. if we go, look, I just really can't concentrate or I don't have the energy, but I need to keep pushing. And I think mm-hmm. that's such an important message for people to hear. It's like you have to listen and tune into yourself first and mm-hmm. foremost. And if you're sensing that you physically are needing time out, if you need to take a break, go out and go for a walk around the block um, or rest, as you were saying, um, then you need to honor that as the highest priority because if you don't listen and stay in balance, then you're going to pay the price. And nothing is yes. worth that. None, nothing is worth getting mentally, emotionally, or physically out of balance. Yeah, I, I think we are so trained to muscle through, push on, don't acknowledge, and that's where the trouble comes in. And um, just the way they the animals are telling us how to, you know, pay more attention to our bodies. Another way that we can brilliantly beat ourselves up is by feeling these, you know, openings and peace, and then we feel like we're going backwards, you know, where we feel, you know, a connection to all that is or an understanding or we're coming from love and gratitude and we're in the flow, and then we, what happened to me? So here's a really good one about that uh, for anybody that might have had those experiences where you feel like you've lost it, you've lost your your light or your awareness. It says, expect the waves, you are not going backwards. Shifts in consciousness come in waves. It is natural to have ebbs and flows in your awareness. Ebbs and flows do not mean you're going backwards. You are integrating halos of consciousness into your being and behavior. Putting wisdom into practice takes time, repetition, and patience with self. And I I think, you know, we can be spiritual perfectionists. You know what I mean? Our expectations of ourselves are so high, and we really have little tolerance if we feel ourselves repeating an old behavior that we thought that we were beyond or having negative emotions come up that, you know, uh, we would we would rather not have because we've just been on a on a lovely, you know, day or whatever where we go, yeah, that's me. That's the person I recognize. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's, there's everything is kind of moving um, as the animals keep pointing out, whether it's your body, whether it's your level of awareness, uh, the energies, everything is in constant motion. So, and and almost like the tide, you know, where you'll have a good run and then you feel yucky, or one day is great and you're full of energy, and then the next day is you're sapped. Don't don't even question it. This is all part of the awakening, you know. 
um, if you if you really want to know how you're doing, if you feel like you need some measuring stick, the animals pointed out signs that you are growing. You know, when you catch yourself and notice how unpleasant you feel if you slip into judgment or reactivity of any sort, when you look upon others, other humans with compassion and not intolerance, and when you make an effort to live softer and stress less, these are all signs of your growth. Beautiful. Right? So... So we, we are growing in the midst of all of this. You know, even even an effort to say, you know what, I I just want to live softer. This isn't, all these things don't deserve my attention. You know, the human body was not designed biochemically to deal with what's going on 500,000 miles away. When our bodies were created, we were living in little, you know, we lived in villages and we basically knew what was going on around us. Not every trauma repeated constantly on the media, that occurs around the world. Do you think that the human nervous system was really, or any nervous system for that matter, was designed for that or for the technology that we are subject to? No. So, um, so we kind of, we keep forgetting how to give ourselves a, a break from what humanity has created. Um, that is such an important yeah. point. I, I think it really should be emphasized. Maybe there's a message from the animals around that one, but I just have to say um, what you said just really resonates with me, that our nervous system was not designed to be in constant stress 24-7, which is what mm-hmm. happens when we allow ourselves to be exposed to um, to the media, you know, to use our devices mm-hmm. We and, and sometimes I fall into that trap as well, wanting to stay aware of what's going on. But it's we don't realize that we're feeding ourselves. We're feeding ourselves um, anger. We're feeding ourselves fear, anxiety. We're feeding our traumas constantly. And you cannot maintain the highest state of peace and well-being if you are giving yourself a constant dose of fear, anxiety, anger, uh, uncertainty, um, you know, that whole that, that whole menu that we mm-hmm. are purposely being fed to keep us in that state mm-hmm. because it will wear down our immune system, it will wear down our consciousness, it will wear down um, just our whole sense of who we are. So uh, it's a really powerful message. And for all of us, we need to dial back what we allow ourselves to be exposed to and dial up the things that bring in peace and well-being and healing. Yeah. Um, And you know what? Remember something. When you sit down on your phone and you connect with the Internet or you do it at your computer, you are connecting with the entire world. (laughs) I can only tell you that, you know, I have to use it for my work for sharing the messages, but I literally feel like death every single time I walk away. I am wired for sound. I, all these sadness and anger, I, it's just like, it's like being wiped out. So, you know, um, and again, I'm learning to, some exercises for that, but really being conscious of what you are subjecting yourself when you tap into the World Wide Web. <laughs> Eight billion people that are really upended right now. 
um, it comes it comes across because if it didn't, then how on earth could we ever do anything remotely, right? How on earth could people do distance Reiki, or how on how could we communicate telepathically? Um, we couldn't if we weren't all connected. And when the rest of the world is is so confused, let's let's make it nuts. You do have to step away. Uh, and, and people are moving, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're leaving congested areas when they can because it's just too much. You know, we're, we're here for a short period of time. So, um, you know, but there are really, there are so many bright spots. Um, you know, the animals are extremely positive, extremely optimistic. They, they, they tell their eyes what to look at. Um, and, you know, here's I have some, some lovely ones. Um, I have a great one from an elephant matriarch. Um, her name is Tokwe, and she's at a sanctuary in South Africa. And I was supposed to go see her, but COVID broke out. But she said something. Um, Watch the play and retain your autonomy. The complexities of human society are beginning to unravel. Things that cause people fear and pain like corruption will continue to break open and dissolve. Ultimately, there will be a return to greater simplicity, simple ways of being that work for all. Do not get caught up in opinions, yours or others. They can be very disruptive to health and happiness. They are also inconsequential. Step back and watch Mm. the play without letting it affect you. See yourselves as separate from what takes place on the stage. Those of you who are afraid, give up your power and will suffer the most. Retain your heart-centeredness and you will not lose your freedom or autonomy. And that's a challenging one with what's going on. Your heart is the key to your power. Put your hands over it daily as a reminder that love will be the victor. Interestingly enough, the elephants told me that they... They don't know the exact things that are coming, but they can kind of see, if you, if you imagine, an energetic map of humanity's path. So they can see when we're heading into a hole, and you could certainly cause this pandemic, pandemic a hole. So they didn't know the details, right, that, okay, it was going to be this whole virus thing created, whatever. But they knew that humanity was heading for the for, uh and another collective breakdown where we are given the opportunity um, to decide how we handle it and to retain our own voice, even if it means quitting a job. Um, that, is, that is absolutely the key. I mean, the animals know that love will be the victor. We just have to get through this very, very challenging time. So it's really good to hang around animals and children because their light is so strong and they're also positive. <laughs> um, you know, well, there's just there's so much in here um, from them about you know how we are bringing into balance. You know, why are things so uncomfortable? Because uh, these are from this from the birds. You know, we realize it is not a comfortable comfortable time for many of you now. Even if your basic external circumstances look fine, we feel your hearts, and we know that many of you are jumpy, sad, irritable, have problems sleeping, and feel lost and con- disconnected, 
quote, for no reason. We have known for lifetimes that these earth changes have been coming. You who are here now are bringing into balance what was thrown off by so many who preceded you. Take your cues from us to make it through all this. Slow down. Back off your routine. Cocoon and recharge. And, of course, turn to nature for peace. Um, so it's funny, you know, uh, we, you mentioned before how we humans see ourselves at the top of the pyramid and we need nature more than ever, more than they certainly don't need us, <laughs> right? The animal, yeah. the, the, the wild, yeah. the wild animals and nature and its basics, nature does not need us, but we need it. So maybe because some reverence. forgotten. Yeah. I was just going to, you know, just your thoughts just triggered this thought in me that um, mm-hmm. we have forgotten that we we are nature. We are nature. We are made up of all the elements of nature, that we are intimately nature itself. And when we have disconnected and focused on the, the electronic world, the machine world, the the belief that we have dominance over this, you know, this planet, we can manipulate it and we are not part of it, is the biggest illusion that we have fallen into. And as a result, well, you know, we suffer. And there's so many stories that I know of personally, people who've gotten ill and they have mm-hmm. um, forgotten their connection to nature. And then they have gone back to nature. They spent more time in nature. They work with nature, with the seasons, with the sunrises with the sunsets, getting light, getting themselves grounded on the earth, making themselves more peaceful, that facilitates the restoration of their balance and harmony and allows healing to happen. And that is the big, big message these days. We need to recognize we are nature. We are not separate. We're not dominant over it. It is who we are. And that yeah. is required for our healing on all levels. I'm glad you said that because there's actually a, a, an author named Richard Louvre who coined the term NDD, Nature Deficit Disorder. Um, you know, when you when you take animals, you know, and you put them all on top of each other in a tiny space like people in the city, they develop all kinds of behavioral disorders. So he was postulating, well, Look at what we've done, right? We've, we've, we've put ourselves in boxes. We've separated ourselves from the natural world. Is it any wonder why, you know, what is it? One out of every, is an old figure, 11 young boys has ADD, you know? Um, we've stripped ourselves away from the natural rhythms of life. So, yeah, I'm with you. Um, I, it is healing and and, you know, the animals have said when I, I had asked them years ago about EMFs and, you know, they said it, it's really a function of how much that a lot can be rectified by coming out into nature, right? But what percent of your time are you actually in nature versus, you know, plugged in and zapped? Um, and it is increasing. I'm not I'm not waving the stick of doom, but the animals already feel it. Um, I had squirrels come through to me a couple of months ago and say, you know, you humans think this is subtle. But we feel what's being pumped into your houses, and it, it's like being stuck with electrical wires. 
come outside here. What is wrong with all of you? You need us now more than ever. So, um, you know, they again, they're so sensitive. And I've been watching them. I've been feeding birds and squirrels on my patio for the last, in this, where I live now, for over three years. And I've seen a change in their behavior. Um, they are they were much more peaceful a couple of years ago. So they feel all of this, all this humanity, if you will, and, and our technology amping up. They feel it. So, um, yeah, so there's a cautionary tale at all. It's, it's you know, clean and whole. Um, don't, don't, don't buy into all the crap that people put on labels and get out of, in nature and sleep as much as you can. It was funny. They actually said... Like any relationship, the body and the spirit need a break from each other. <laughs> so that's what happens when you mm-hmm. sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what other messages do you think we need to hear from what you've received uh, from them, Sandra? Well, you know, they. Uh, I wish I could cover all the book in in this one little chat because. In, in the new book, they really talk about every, beautiful stuff on growing older and gratitude and fear. What, you know, in the animal world, fear is what is. But in the human world, it's what is. <laughs> um, you know, we keep playing fear back over and over in our minds, whereas, um, which is the most powerful weapon, your mind. And uh, in the animal world, fear is just something that is a reaction to a threat to their imminent survival, Right. They don't, mm-hmm. so, so it's much, it's, again, you were talking about the nervous system uh, before, and we are create, putting ourselves in a perpetual state of living in a sympathetic fight or flight, which is supposed to be short-lived, but we're making it chronic. So we have mm-hmm. to really be cognizant of, of what we do during our day, and I am guilty. I am so guilty. You know, I, I say I'm going to unplug, and then what happens? Then there's a client or a blah, blah, blah. And then I start to feel frayed at the edges. So the good news is, however, that the animal world feels everything, every prayer, every, you know, there's so much good that's being done, and um, we don't really hear much of it. Because the beautiful thing about the animal communication system is they tap into what happens internally, internally for animals, internally for humans, as well as seeing the external stuff, which is really not as important. We only see from our information sources what goes on outside. So here's, here's a really good one. Um, many people do not, it's from the birds, many people do not even know that they are changing this planet for the better with every thought, prayer, meditation, intention, and loving action. In the churches, in the schools, their influence is felt across religions, countries, genders, races, and generations. We birds know because we are the global communication system. We receive and spread across the world the word about the millions upon millions of people who are not on TV and are not talked about. It is important that you know how important you and your inner being are instead of evaluating yourself by outer actions only, as you tend to do. So everything that we do goes into the web of life, and even though we can't feel it, the animals can. Otherwise, they would have given up on humans a long time ago. 
you know. So, you know, they keep saying that the light is being turned on. This is what they see. The light of awareness is being turned on, shining brighter and brighter in country, in individuals, in countries across the world. They say it's so much greater than what you see from your vantage point. There are many people waking up. Please do not lose hope. The picture of what is unfolding is more beautiful than you know. It is just as we knew it would be. So, you know, when, when you just think you can't take any more, you know, um, that internal acknowledgement of what matters to you, what makes your heart wide open, that, that is the place where you are connecting to the animal kingdom and you don't even know it. Just the way you're already connected to everyone around you, you know, that you are connected by love. As the, you know, the animals know that love is what holds the threads of the web of life together. So it's like, it's the background glue. It is, it is the fill-in, right? If you do a sketch drawing and then what fills the whole drawing in and makes it come to life, that is love. So we are all, we are all connected by it. And, and the animals don't believe what they see. And they said if they did, they would lose hope. That is why they keep telling us to close our eyes and tune into our hearts. You know, when we, when we meditate to, to not try to do things other people's way because then we end up forcing it. But even just to sit and focus on your heart and the more and, and being grateful for anything in your life. And then you'll feel your heart relax. You'll feel the tension in your chest release. You know, these these are, are beautiful, simple ways. The animals always simplify things that humans complicate. That's why I love to, to listen to them, whether they're talking about um, going within or inviting spirit into your life. Um, they simplify everything. They make it just so attainable. And people ask the very convoluted questions that I cannot ask the animals because it's just, they make them really, really complicated. So, right. um, and it's really, yeah. and it's really simple. You know, I, I, I had the thought and just kind of getting more expansive in our thinking. What are animals? You know, animals are life forms of immense variety that inhabit this planet I and mean, we're of you know of, of many many species i don't know if you've had any non-mammals talk to you but um, oh sure you know it's like what is who are they why are they here you know what is the purpose of these presence you know they're in in the in the many forms that they exist as expressions of of consciousness. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you know, I, I watch these animal videos uh, and you just see the intelligence of these beings as they exist in their worlds and how they function. And uh, it's just, it's pretty awesome when you really spend time watching these nature shows. And uh, they, By the way, they uh, love that we're doing that because even though we do it for entertainment, we are waking up to their consciousness by watching on, so it's a great thing that came out of social media, by watching physical proof of their compassion, of their problem solving, all these things that, right, that we thought we were at the top of the heap 
of. And the bottom line is they are all souls learning lessons. They showed up in the form they showed up in to learn what they that what could only be learned in that form. Whether it's and again I'm oversimplifying here, you know, unconditional love as a dog. Um, you know, whether it's oh my goodness, uh, you know, horses and whales and elephants do massive healing work. And I actually had sheep tell me with sheep consciousness that certain animals are growing beyond the confines of their species, just the way humans are awakening. And I don't know if this is true, but this is what I heard, that, you know, the sheep was saying, you know, we are getting ready to come back and do the work of elephants and whales and horses, which is huge work. I mean, that is a a whole whole nother show. Um, it It is so evolved. It is so... I mean, but, but it, even if you just look at lion, a lion said, you know, all animals put energy back into the ground they walk upon. At least I know that the big mammals do. You know, then when I talk to squirrels, they're very much like opportunistic of the here and now. And insects are weaving the threads of the web of life in an egoless, egoless existence that crushed at a moment's notice. So, you know, I will never get all the answers about what each species is learning. But several of them, have, from, an, from an antelope to a mouse, have made it really clear to me that they are here to learn specific lessons. That's why they showed up in that form. I mean, I literally had a lion's mane jellyfish. Didn't even know I had to do a web search. They only live about a year and a half. They have tentacles that go 180 feet. They're very large. And they, they are predators, so they have no, no one chasing them. And they said it's actually a respite. It's a short break between lifetimes that are more complicated. Right? Whoever thought about that? Maybe if you need wow. you need a big break, maybe next time you'll be a lion's mane jellyfish. You know? <laughs> um, there are humans that believe, and I will not get into this with anybody, there are humans that believe that you do not come back as an animal. You know, this is where it gets really crazy, and you're never going to know until you leave form, you know, how this whole process works. There are people that believe that, yes, you could be anything. You could be, I've had many animals tell me that they were human before, and and sometimes they're still dealing with a little residue lesson, you know, that is so not like their species, but is an issue that we humans have. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, you really sound like a human. Um, I had a client's horse tell me that recently. And, and you know, other, there are humans that, absolutely are convinced that, no, if you've been a human, you come back as a human and you you don't go back and forth. So who can prove that right now unless you have recently, you know, I don't know, I don't know who knows that information. Um, but according to the animals, you can come back as anything. I, I actually had a skunk tell me, I said, who wants to talk about death? And the skunk said, I will, because to us there is no such thing. We just hang out in our bodies for a while. And then they start to break down, and then we get a little rest, and then we get a new model, like a car. And if you think we keep on getting the same make, model, and color over and over again, you couldn't be more wrong. We choose, we get different bodies to learn different lessons. This time, I'm a skunk. Next time, a walrus, or a porpoise, or even a human. But you have to be ready for that, because it's complicated, and you have to live in your head and have your senses dumbed down. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he said, I get a headache just thinking about it. But then he went on to say why having the experience of being human is so important. Because if our intention is high, we can build, unlike any other species, concrete reality that benefits all. We still believe in humans. There are so many beautiful ones trying to find a way out of this mess. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that changes yeah. our perspective a bit. you know know, again it's just what you know it's what's come through me and it's so easy to to trash it but you know i've listened to people who channel light beings and who channel those who have left form and um different consciousnesses you know like um seth and everything so i just think that consciousness is whether it comes through a light being or an animal um, when you start hearing the same thing over and over again from different sources, you believe it. You know, higher consciousness is. I, what I love about what you're doing is um, helping all of us have a much greater appreciation for the intelligence of all of life. And I think that is so important right now is, you know, we talk about an era of transhumanism, um, which Mm. is making us more like machines. What we need to remember is that there's this um, intelligence that exists all around us right now. And, you know, if we open ourselves, if we remember, if we are able to calm ourselves down so we can reconnect, there is profound intelligence available. We don't have to be melded with machines to perform whatever important tasks we're told need to happen. I mean, you know what I mean? We we have such intelligence that is accessible to us in living mm-hmm. our life in the most enlightened, awakened way, which I don't think any machine is going to allow us to do anyway. I agree. And, you know, a really easy way for people to start on this awakening to the consciousness around us, start with your own animal partner start noticing pretend this is a person notice how your dog waits and waits and waits and waits and doesn't pee on the floor until you're finally ready to go out notice how your dog may keep an eye on you or as my dog says you know when we walk you up to other people walking dogs you think we just want to visit with the other dog no, we are trying to get humans to connect because you isolate your houses and yourself in your houses and you're lonely and you never have to be lonely. Like, here's another thing that literally just happened to me. My dog has been having pee-pee accidents on the floor at night and I finally sampled his urine because it looks so funky and I got, I got proof. So I bring it to the vet and I have a woman do an energy session. I mean, that I was loaded with entities, loaded. And she said, my dog was clearing me. That's why he would stay downstairs and he would have these pee-pee accidents. And the pee comes back and the vet says, it's completely normal. It's not physical. It leads me to believe it's behavioral. So here is my dog having these pee-pee accidents. Now, of course, I didn't get mad at him. I just went to, oh, my God, what's wrong with him? And there was nothing that makes me want to cry. This dog has been clearing the energies, and they, we, as we have heard, probably you've heard this before, animals can see what we cannot. So if there are negative energies, 
attached to me in the house. I mean, like, my, it happened to my friend's dog, but she was acting so nervous that it was easy for me to spot what was going on and retract it to entities. My dog is so chill that I just thought he was sick. So all I can tell you is start noticing how if your dog or cat comes over when you're on the phone with a certain person, you know, who may, who may be sad, notice with, with clear eyes that you've never used before. Start to look at your dog or your cat or your, your animal, your horse or whatever your animal partner is through the lens of equality and you will start to see magic that you never noticed that's right under your nose. The choices they make to show up as love are intentional and it's breathtaking and very humbling. They are the best teachers, bar none. And in the few minutes we have left, what what do you um, feel is an important message from one of your animal friends that we need to hear to help complete the show today? Because there's been so much wisdom here. What would what would they like to say before we end our time together? Well, you know what? I, since we're talking about energy, um, this actually came from a, a donkey at my friend's farm. And I'm I'm bringing this up so that people can become more aware of what's going on for themselves at any moment in time. So this donkey also said, you know, where you go matters now more than ever. You must check in always and notice if your heart, stomach, throat, or head hurts or feels tight when you enter a certain place. Healing places make you feel flowing, calm, happy, and loose in your body. Notice how all your tight and aching parts feel when you are in a healing space. Pay more attention to how you feel as you move from place to place. So because there's so much going on energetically, I think things will make so much more sense if you notice how you feel. Just keep tuning in from place to place, and also, if you're in conversation on the phone, all of a sudden, you know, your throat gets tight or you feel backed against a wall, your body's giving you signals that you're in an unfitting situation, right? That whatever conversation you're having is not serving you. So everything comes, it always starts with awareness of self. So, so that is a, a really great thing that I've learned from, you know, foxes and owls and donkeys where they're really trying to draw our attention to our own energetic sensitivity. We are energy beings just the way we are, but we live in our heads. So we just say so we're thinking beings. But we're cutting ourselves off from the wisdom that's right there. So that is what I would say um, just as a, a give a, a last-minute tool, you know what I mean, a, 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 a tool mm-hmm. to, to take away. Just really, you know, the way I said, you know, paying more attention. Main, animals don't try to evolve. They just pay more attention to how they respond to each situation, and then they get better at it. That was from an elephant. So, yeah, just right. slow beautiful. down and pay attention. That's a beautiful <laughs> thought. Pay, you know, be mindful. <laughs> pay attention. Honor yourself. Honor your needs. And, Slow down. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Move in harmony. So I want everyone to know about your website. So if people want to know more about your work and if they want to pick up 
Oh, well, you have so many books, but your latest one is called We Walk Beside You, Book Two, Animal Insights for Everyday Living. It's great words of wisdom in all of your books from all of your animals that you have channeled or the species you have channeled or the animal kingdom you have channeled, such a gift you have, Sandra. So people can um, can go to your website, which is S. Mendelssohn, and it's S, and I'm going to spell it so people can find it for sure, S. M-E-N-D-E-L, Mendelssohn, S-O-N, dot com. So S, Mendelssohn, dot com. Anything else you want to say about what you're doing, offering, about um, the books you have? Sure. Um, everything, I, I wanted to get it into Info Central. So I do have a, a, on my S. Mendelssohn website is everything from my animal communication work, the message cards, the children's books, which are written, these are messages for children. Um, two books out of a trilogy are written, and I'm about to start on the third one. So they're written in rhyme for children. So, um, yeah, we've got a po- lots of podcast interviews there um, for people that um, just want to hear more because it's, it's impossible to cover everything in a book. You know, every wonderful conversation, like the one I'm having with you, brings up different things. Um so, yeah, um, I think that uh, pe- people could at least answer some basic questions by going to the website and um, finding out more. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> I also, by the way, um, I do share channelings like every day um, on uh, on Facebook and um, on Instagram. So, um yeah, Facebook is a, is a good place for now until Facebook is no more. <laughs> Everybody's talking. Okay, so, um, so what's your Facebook page? Yeah, mess, um, they just go to We Walk Beside You. Um, okay. And if you look if you look that up on Facebook, that's uh, that's an easy. Okay, yeah. and I'll put that in the show notes too. Okay, beautiful. Well, Sandra, it's always such a pleasure and an inspiration to talk with you and to receive the uh, profound wisdom that your your animals are able to share with us. And, uh, I, you know, I think we're all very grateful to you to be able to uh, communicate from that that world, that kingdom, and to our kingdom because we need their wisdom right now. So thank you so much for all the wonderful work you're doing. And um, hopefully we'll chat with you again and get some more of those important messages. That would be great. Thank you so much for having me here. You're so welcome. And uh, to all of you listening, thank you again for being here and uh, taking advantage of these inspirational conversations. So I look forward to seeing you again next week. And until then, may your week be filled with love, peace, and harmony. Bye for now.